Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Thomas Bahamas, and you're tuning in for episode 14 of Solana Weekly. Welcome, welcome. Um, so, you know, we don't have the craziest week right now. It seems like the market in general is kind of cooling down a little bit. NFT volume is definitely slowing down on Solana and actually across the board. Um, and the market's generally kind of cooling off. But you know, we still got a lot to dive into. Everything's kind of moving at the speed of light here, especially the transaction speed of Solana. Uh, but I'm going to go ahead and dig right into it. So we've got the Solana price just passing over 24 bucks. Uh, we started off this, you know, the last week it was it was tanking. It was getting down to around 20 bucks, um, but then it actually peaked back up over 26. So we're kind of ranging within that area. Um, it's still kind of seems like we might have a little bit of ways to go down. Um, I was going, <laughs> I was going to say it's, it's, we've got a, quite a bit of room to go down because the rest of the market was kind of tanking a little bit. Um, the traditional markets, S and P was going down. Um, Bitcoin seemed to kind of hold its own against that. And, you know, right before I started recording here, I saw that everything's kind of trending up. So, um, you know, maybe, maybe I was wrong on thinking it was going down and we're, we're going back up. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it, it, I guess, you know, percentage wise, nothing's going too far one way or the other, staying within the range. Um, as far as Solana versus ETH, you know, we're sitting at that 0.0146 mark, um, you know, no major movements against ETH. It's kind of the whole, the crypto market's kind of moving um, together right now. So, you know, I, I've been hearing a bunch of, um, you know, other podcasts that are talking about how healthy it would be if Bitcoin dominance got a little bit higher and shot up. Um, I just don't see that happening, you know, even with uh, NFTs coming to Bitcoin. I just don't think there's going to be enough interest there. You know, we always say that or you always hear that the reason why Bitcoin would go up more is because institutions are into it and that would be kind of the safer play for them on their introduction into crypto. Um, but I just don't see that anymore. I think that they would choose ETH over that. Um, so that's, that's kind of what I'm thinking. Um, but I, we're not seeing anything, you know, major as far as those moves go. Uh, but we'll continue to monitor that. Um, the volume on Magic Eden is down pretty bad. Um, so was it at 77,000 soul for the last 24 hours? It's been pretty consistently over 100,000. Um, you know, for, for a while there, it was getting um, the 250,000 or so mark. So um, definitely a slowdown in full effect, you know, and it's not just Solana, it's ETH too. Um, there's not really any exciting mints right now or big movers um you know there's not like a big narrative not everyone's not chasing something um you know the big thing that i'm seeing is uh, there's a utes derivative called boobs so there was the d gods derivative uh, last week uh or maybe two weeks ago and it was female d gods and now they're doing it with utes so um there's a, there's a lot of volume on those so this is uh yeah, I hope that's not the new meta, but uh, that's that's where we are. Um, that's you know you got to find something to to get your gamble on, and that seems to be what people are going after. Um, 
I am not, but that's what, that's what other people are. And kind of stick on the, on the, um, D gods and the youth. So of that 77,000 soul, it D gods and youths have over 30,000 soul of that volume. Um, you know, I was just kind of looking at like popular collections and looking at this and I mean, it just seems insane that they can maintain that level of volume. Like who is buying a $15,000 D God right now? You know, it seems like the whole salon ecosystems, you know, like underbidding floors by, you know, half a soul or, you know, making a cheeseburger and profits. Well, it seems like there's a completely different type of player that's actually, um, that's going to be buying, or I guess, playing that market. Um, you know, there is, I think, a bit of a conspiracy that jump, uh, jump trading is kind of their partner, their maybe a source of liquidity. And I mean, it, it would play into it, right? Because they're, they're bridging their collections from Soul to Polygon and ETH. And jump has wormhole, right? That big product of theirs is you can um, actually bridge, I guess, both ways. You could bridge, you know, Solana to Polygon, Polygon to Solana using their product. So it's almost an advertisement for their bridge. Um, it would make sense that they'd want it to do well because they want other projects potentially to use this. Um, it's not that far. I wouldn't even say that's a tinfoil hat. I think, I bet, I mean, it would make sense. Jump is heavily invested in the Solana ecosystem. Um, and this would be a great advertisement for their product. And I mean, it's not bad for Solana overall either, right? I, I, I tend to be of the opinion that, you know, them bridging off of Solana is actually going to be a good advertisement to bring other good projects from other chains onto Solana. Um, my hope has always been that the kind of like punk rock Tezos ecosystem comes over to Solana because there's some really cool art over there. And I mean, it's really cheap. It's, you know, 10 bucks gets you a you know, really good piece of art over there. So I, I feel like there, there's something there. Um, you know, I think we will see, you know, especially maybe not right now, but maybe when, um, you know, ETH gets more congested and uh, those fees really start eating away at people. I mean, if you're paying, you know, 10%, of a transaction or 10% of a, an NFT to transact with your NFT, it just doesn't make sense, right? It, you know, it, it's going to cut away at profits, usability, everything. So um, I think for lower valued NFTs, you're not going to find a better chain than Solana um, and even, even higher, um, you know, but I mean, there comes a point where, you know, you're not going to move punks off of ETH. But either way, you know, it's something to think about. Um, you know, I think another thing that kind of a theme of what's uh, what we're seeing, too, is, you know, Solana has quick cycles, right? So the, the speed and in innovation, you know, the, it has kind of created, we, it's created a, a place where we can see things happen quicker than you would on other chains. So... You know, one one way to see that is to look at the royalty debate, you know, going on in ETH right now. So um, Solana's, you know, went through this months ago and still kind of working their way through it. Um, 
And now ETH is going through the same thing, right? Blur came along. Uh, they offered a better product, um, I think, than OpenSea. And they're rewarding their users and they're stealing market share from OpenSea. And OpenSea went to optional royalties because of it. So, um, so yeah, we're kind of seeing, you know, because development is a little bit slower and because the cycle on ETH just goes a little bit slower, we're kind of seeing things happen later over there. So it's interesting. Um, but yeah, I think we'll, we'll come back to Solana's um, quick cycles a little bit later on, but um, let's move into some more NFT talk. So um, I've been kind of like, looking at the crypto duck punks as always, and they're kind of creating a leadership council. And, you know, it's kind of make, made me think about what actually creates a successful project. Um, you know, what, what works short term, what works long term, and it's tough, you know, is it community? Is it, you know, burning um, some of the supply? Is it rewarding your holders? Is it memes? Is it communication? Is it alpha within the ecosystem? And, you know, it could be parts of all of it, right? And it's, some could be really good at certain areas or utility or, or whatever it is, but it's, it, you kind of have to figure out, you know, what your kind of sector is going to be. Um, I think the duck bunks haven't done anything as a team. So, there's kind of no expectation, which is nice. You know, it was kind of a meme project, but they kind of stopped the memes. So <laughs> I, I don't know what you call a meme project without the memes, probably, you know, not much. Um, but they had a good community to start and they have a lot of, you know, bigger names. They've got a lot of um, talent in there. So I think there's a lot they can do. Um, I'm excited to see where it goes. It looks like they're um, potentially going to be, you know, putting a mechanism in place where you could burn a part of the supply. So, you know, five, 10, maybe 25 ducks. And then from that, you can get a, a legendary duck or ascendant duck. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Um, I wouldn't mind more engagement from the team and see where that goes, but, um, I think it's cool. And I think, I think some cool things are going to come out of it. Um, I also think because they didn't ever really promise anything, you know, from the start, short term or long term, I think they've been able to kind of hold their value. Um, I mean, yeah, they went up to like a 10 sole floor price at some point, but that's not, I mean, they're down from there, but they're still around. Like if you look at other projects, it's, they're kind of, you know, one and done, they hit and they, and they leave where I think that, because they didn't have any of those short-term promises, the long-term values sticking around. Um, but we'll see. Either way, you know, I'm, I'm excited for them. I'm going to keep, I'll probably keep talking about them because they're, they're my favorite project to talk about. Um, other news. Uh, so Famous Foxes, they came out with uh, upgrading their transmissional Famous Foxes, their pixelated ones. Um, they're sick. Zeno did the updates. I'm super bullish on these. You know, I, I, I don't think that the market is fully valuing this. I mean, Zeno is like one of the top pixel 
artists on Solana. You know, he, his, uh, his one of ones that he auctions off go for hundreds of Solana. So for him to do the upgrades on this art, it's huge. Um, I upgraded one. I'm super excited about it. I've got a few more staked and on missions and I will be upgrading them for sure. So, um, something to look at. I, I mean, the, as floor prices are, they are kind of tanking right now on NFTs. So I found a couple that were, uh, that were on the cheaper side. Um, and I'm going to continue to keep my eye on that floor price because I think that's some, that's a good area to find some value. Um, and I, I mean, I just, I like the foxes. So, um, I'm big into the utility. I, you know, work at a SaaS company and I can only dream of our product being as good as the famous Fox's website and utility is. So, um, so yeah. And as far as that, they actually, speaking of their utility, they released the citrus lending protocol. Um, so it competes directly with Sharky. Um, so borrowing and lending on your NFTs, um, but it's a much better product. So it, you know, Sharky was good. It, it's kind of a, you know, you don't really get that many options, right? So it was good in a sense that it made it easy and it got people using the platform because there weren't too many options and there weren't too many things to tinker around with. And I think the Fox's citrus lending protocol is the next iteration of that where they give you flexibility and it's not, I, I don't know how to say this. It's not as predatory for the borrowers. Uh, <laughs> predatory isn't the right word, but it's more friendly to borrowers. Um, so I, I think that it is a better protocol. And I think that, you know, they might not have the same depth of liquidity right now, but I think it's coming. Uh, either way, you know, it's, it's forcing Sharky to add, um, new features. So it's better off overall. Um, I, I know there's another protocol unlock coming out that kind of has a similar thing. Um, so either way, I think that these protocols aren't going away. Um, I think they're, you know, people have been talking trash on them and saying like, you know, there's li- liquidity cascades when, um, people default on these loans and people don't want to be holding that NFT. So they just floor it. Um, but I think that we're still early on it. And I think overall it will be a big value add to the NFT space. So um, I like it. I'm keeping an eye on it. Um, I haven't used Citrus, but I probably will here pretty soon. Um, now, another good one on NFTs. So Polygon has officially surpassed Solana in volume on NFTs, but it's all just wash training. So it doesn't really matter. Um, I, there was, I don't know, several 30 ETH sales and none of them were organic. So it, <laughs> I guess it doesn't matter. I mean, good for them on, you know, getting, you know, creating a scene and, or a splash. But it kind of leads me to the idea of, you know, or the question, like, how should cryptocurrencies compete with one another, right? Polygon is directly trying to steal market share from Solana, right? They're not, I don't know. I think their short term strategy is to pull users, community projects uh, from the market share of Solana, where I don't, that doesn't seem like the best way to go about it. I think they'll probably end up getting more market share from ETH 
users um, because they, you know, they do have cheaper transactions. Um, I think it solves a it doesn't solve a problem for Solana users, right? I mean, if the problem was the underlying asset of Solana going down, the underlying asset of Polygon, Matic could definitely go down too. Um, so it, it's just building, you know, a side market. It's not improving on it at all, right? Where, you know, if you're an ETH user, Polygon is a significant upgrade. If you're an ETH user, Solana is a significant upgrade. So I think that the, their current strategy might be off. Um, and I don't think they're going to get that many Solana people to move over indefinitely. Like I'm definitely going to, you know, if there's a big hype project, I'll get in there and get out. That's it. Right. So that's, that's the way that I think about it. But I think that their misguided strategy will ultimately end up hurting them. Um, and I, I think that Solana being focused on making the better project, iterating, you know, failing, you know, and they, they're able to do things so quick that I think that they're just going to have, they're going to outpace them. I don't, I don't think that Polygon will be able to keep up. Um, but you never know. We'll see. I mean, there, there is a lot more volume, a lot more liquidity in ETH. So that maybe the potential move over is, is better, but you know, like I've, like I've always said before, you know, ETH money isn't coming to Solana. Um, it's already, you know, if you're in NFTs, you've already dabbled in Solana. If you're on ETH, unless you're like hardcore, right? So I don't know, you know, I don't, I don't know where I'm going with it, but it, it's, it's a, it's a weird competition um, where it seems like um, Polygon's kind of playing the finite game um, of competing against somebody else where the Solana ecosystem is just trying to create the best product and be the best ecosystem. So in my mind, I see Solana winning that, but, you know, that's what we're here for. So we, we'll, we'll monitor that. Um, now, uh, another cool project that just dropped, or I guess they didn't drop, I guess they just raised a bunch of money, um, Tiplink. So they raised $6 million from you know a few of the you know, top VCs or top investors in the ecosystem. And they did it because they released a sick project, right? So if you want to get somebody into the soul ecosystem but don't have a good way, you go to Tiplink.com. I don't know if it's .com. Tiplink.io. Um, and basically what you do is you create a link, which is a Solana wallet. So all they have to do, you know, you send that link to somebody, all they have to do is click that link and claim it. And they're onboarded onto Solana. Um, it's kind of like a light version of a wallet. Um, I wouldn't keep a bunch of money on there or anything, but you know, it's fine. It's, it's pretty cool. Um, you know, we always talk about onboarding people that aren't, you know, in the cryptocurrency seen or they're not on Solana and this is a pretty darn good way. Um, they didn't have a withdraw feature like to a bank or, or anything like that yet, but uh, I think it's coming. So I think an off, this will be an off ramp. Um, and yeah, I'm excited about it. I sent some to my buddy trying to get him to turn into a Solana Maxi. Uh, he said he was not, but you know, 
leaving that option open. Um, I think it's innovations like this that are going to bring people to the ecosystem, and we should be, you know, pretty excited about this. Um, you know, this uh, along the lines of like Hey Wallet on Twitter, right? You could say Hey at Hey Wallet, uh, send a thousand bonk to the first hundred retweets, and people will retweet and they'll pay out bonk. So um, I think those are pretty cool innovations. Anything like that's definitely going to help. Um, in the altcoin world on Solana, it, it's a cool down as well. Um, roll bids kind of dipping a bit, um, still up, you know, 500% from the bottom, but um, a little bit of a pullback. Um, still bullish on that long term. I'm still hoping for season two of Bonk, but not seeing anything soon. Uh, that would be nice. Um, also, dust is pumping, but, I, you know. I'm over dust. I, I don't know if they're bridging that. If they're not, you know, why it's pumping, I don't know. Uh, but it is. Um, lastly, I wanted to talk about an interesting problem that I find on Solana. Um, you know, Solana is for the pores. It's what everyone's saying. But, you know, <laughs> to get away from that, I, I actually think that there is a problem within the Solana ecosystem and how we need users to be making more money. Um, you know, this is everybody in the ecosystem, right? This goes from people working in the ecosystem, investors, this is NFT enthusiasts, you know, altcoin charters. I, I feel like there's so many, so many more people that have gotten hosed from Solana because, you know, they all, you all come into the cycle at the top and it's super exciting as it's going up, you're making money in everything. And then, all the noise and then it starts going down so the cycles are, are just they're quick on solana right we almost need it to slow down a bit um you know i mean i don't think that many people got into solana at 20 cents you know i thought i got in early and i got in at 20 bucks um, it went up to 260 um but that's not you know, it's, it's funny because, right, I, I feel like that run-up was pretty artificial. <laughs> you know, it was a combination of FTX. It was a combination of um, the layer one trade. It was just liquidity was crazy. Volume was crazy. And I don't feel like it was, you know, that organic of a run-up where now I feel like we have more users, more good actors, and we're not seeing you know, that type of run up, which is good. So maybe, you know, we kind of flushed out that part and we're going to see the gradual buildup. But, um, you know, I think that's something that ETH got right. You know, <laughs> a lot of the ETH maxis are ETH maxis because they can be and they're rich. You know, you're a multimillionaire from buying ETH at a couple bucks. Um, yeah, you're going to stick around the ecosystem. You're going to build in it. And you're not going to go anywhere where, you know, if you're on Solana, you, you know, there's very few people making multi-million dollars. And if you get offered, you know, some money to go to a different ecosystem or build in an ETH wallet or build in a Polygon wallet to your product, you're going to do it, right? So you don't get the same level of um, commitment. And I mean, I, I saw... <laughs> Stop posting like, oh, come be a community manager for this. We're paying really well. We're going to pay $150 a week. And, you know, that's, 
I don't know it. I don't know if that was like a legit offer, but I think it was like a legit posting. And I mean, one hundred fifty dollars a week is nothing. You know, we, you people come to crypto to make a bunch of money. Um, so I think that that needs to be normalized. That you know, when you come to Web three. You know, you're not guaranteed a long-term job, but you should be guaranteed a shot at a high return, right? You know, whether I guess you get paid in tokens, you get paid in equity, um, but that should be normalized. That should be something. You know, we I want to see more millionaires from this. You know, I want to see people flaunting it.、Um, It seems like the type of people that are actually making money were, you know, the scammers or the people that, you know, aren't in it for the long haul, that aren't good for the ecosystem. So,、um, I think that's something we need to think about. I don't, I don't know the the right path towards that.、Um, you know, with us going through this bottom cycle here, you know, I guess it's always hard to onboard towards the bottom, right? But You know, you want people buying in now, and ideally, we are going to see that that next run up,、um, which it's you know, the ecosystem is built out for it now. You know, Solana can handle it.、Um, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that's kind of my thoughts there. You know, I think we're we're in a good spot right now.、Um, the news isn't as negative. I don't know why I'm getting all serious, but.、Um, But yeah, I mean, still having fun, you know.、Uh, still buying NFTs.、Uh, probably gonna make a few DeFi plays. I'm gonna have some fun, and I recommend that you do the same.、Um, hope you guys got a little bit of alpha, as always. This is Thomas Bahamas. Thanks for listening, and、uh, hope you guys have a great rest of the week.